0: Everyone knows Johnson & Johnson's baby powder. It might be there on your dressing table right now. Millions of us have been exposed to it at some point during our lifetimes. The product has been on the market for more than 100 years, having been first introduced in 1894 for babies as a means for preventing and treating diaper rash. But recently, Johnson & Johnson has been battling with tens of thousands of lawsuits, claiming that its baby powder causes cancer. $1.7
1: billion. That's how much money a jury awarded 22 women who claimed asbestos in Johnson & Johnson baby powder contributed to their ovarian cancer. Now,
0: the company denies the product contains asbestos, but it says it will appeal the jury's decision. Still, it does face more lawsuits. Can baby powder really cause cancer, or is it just a hoax by some to bring the company's reputation down? I sat down with Mukta to discuss this topic. I am Ankur Sharma, and you are listening to the News Park. Hey, Magda, how are you?
1: I'm good, how are you? And by this topic for today?
0: Well, I'm good. Well, because we all use talcum powder, right?
1: <laughs> yes, we do.
0: So the big news is that Johnson and Johnson has proposed to pay almost nine billion dollars to resolve tens of thousands of lawsuits it faces in North America that claim its baby powder and other talc-based products cause cancer.
1: Hmm, nine billion dollars is a big sum. So by offering to settle, they are admitting that their talc does cause cancer.
0: Well, not really. They say that their claims were specious.
1: What do you mean by specious?
0: Mm, It means superficially plausible, but actually wrong.
1: Mm, So, simply saying, you were saying that it appears to be true, but is actually false. I guess Johnson & Johnson cannot directly admit that their product caused cancer, so in a way they're just using a way out to explain themselves. Am I right?
0: Yes, but offering such a big settlement amount... Is in a way to show that they are guilty.
1: Hmm, you're right.
0: The amount offered earlier was only 2 billion, but since then, the company has been facing more than 40,000 lawsuits from former customers who say using its talc based baby powder caused cancer.
1: Hmm, so they're hoping that the new settlement offer will help conclude its legal battle? Yes. But can talcum powder really cause cancer? Have there been any cases like that?
0: Well, there are lawsuits filed from various places. Some allege that the product contained cancer-causing asbestos.
1: I've been using Johnson & Johnson talcum powder for ages and still use it. Like, I was shocked by this news myself.
0: Mm -hmm. Even before, uh, Johnson & Johnson had to stop sales of its talc-based baby powder in 2020 in the US.
1: And did they admit their liability then, like in 2020? Did they? Or did they again term the claims as specious? (laughs)
0: Well, something like that. They termed it misinformation at that time. Mm -hmm. They said that their product's demand is growing down because of some misinformation circulating in the market. So Johnson & Johnson has been accused of knowing of studies that suggested there's a link between using baby powder genitally and ovarian cancer and that they've never put a warning on the label. And what has Johnson Johnson said in return? Indeed, there have been many of these cases. Uh, Plaintiffs have won some; others have uh, been—they haven't won others. So, so what's uh, what have they uh, said in response? What's the company said? So, Johnson Johnson defends the safety of talcum powder, which is what baby powder is made of. Um, Says that it has known about the studies, but concluded that whatever association there is is weak, that the data was flawed, and that they feel very confident in continuing to sell it without a warning label. Mm. Last year, the company even announced plans to end sales globally.
1: Oh yeah, I know that Johnson & Johnson has been trying to resolve lawsuits in bankruptcy court since 2021.
0: Yeah, they even shifted the responsibility of one of their subsidiaries.
1: Yeah, but that did not work out in favor of the company.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, but the company continues to believe that these claims are specious and lack scientific merit.
1: So I know that Johnson & Johnson has been in legal trouble before also and, you know, just they've failed miserably. It was all over the news. But uh, do you remember that particular incident, that the company being sued by a group of 22 women?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They developed ovarian cancer as a result of exposure to talcum powder. And a jury ordered the company to pay around $4.69 billion.
1: The CAT scan showed a huge, double-fisted size mass on my left ovary. Basically, it was determined that there was debris or fibers in my ovarian tissue. Um, consistent with what they have been finding in other women who have had ovarian cancer as a result of using baby powder for hygiene purposes if you are lo- using a product that potentially could kill you stop using it Wow! Well, it was not the first time that Johnson & Johnson has lost a verdict in a lawsuit you know claiming that the talcum powder causes ovarian cancer
0: Mm-hmm. Over the past few years, the company has been on the losing side of several similar legal proceedings, resulting in awards totaling hundreds of millions of dollars.
1: So, what is it with talc? Like, what are the ingredients that the company uses to make it?
0: So, there are two forms of baby powder products the original version is made of talc, and a more recent formula uses cornstarch.
1: So, you're saying that talc in itself is an ingredient?
0: Yes, a talc is a naturally occurring mineral that is composed of magnesium, silicon, and oxygen. Mm-hmm. Most talc deposits con- contain high level of magnesium silicate minerals, which give talc its uh, characteristics, softness, and smoothness.
1: And I guess because of the smoothness, they're commonly used in personal care products like baby powder, baby uh, body powders, cosmetics, right?
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, so the comparison is between talcum powder and powder made from cornstarch.
1: Pa- okay. So what is which one is better?
0: Well, many pediatricians have long preferred cornstarch products because it's less likely to be inhaled.
1: Less likely to be inhaled. Why?
0: Yes. So you know how it's nice to uh, how how nice it is to smell the talc products. So maybe uh-huh. can smell it, and that cause that can cause breathing problems and pulmonary injuries.
1: And what about cornstarch powder? Like, is
0: it better? Um, Cornstarch powder is an alternative to talc powder and is commonly used as a natural and safer alternative in personal care products. It is obviously made from corns and is considered safe for use on the skin. It is also Mm -hmm. biodegradable and eco-friendly.
1: I see. So, you know, I've always been using Johnson & Johnson, like I said before. Although I know that it is for kids. And I presume that, you know, something that is meant for kids will obviously be safe
0: yeah and it's not just you many adults have used it at some point of their life uh, starting in 1970s the company started promoting its talcum powder for families not just babies and then eventually 70% of its sales were for adult use 70% so
1: johnson and johnson is not really meant for babies
0: yes and by 2001 40 to 50% of us women had used talcum powder and johnson and johnson have really lost several lawsuits from women claiming their products lead to cancer.
1: But was that really proof that talc can cause cancer?
0: Um, Not conclusively, but a jury did deliver a 4.69 billion verdict against Johnson & Johnson on this.
1: But given the level of uncertainty, why would the jury make such a decision? Uh,
0: because of the possibility that the talc in Johnson's baby powder could be contaminated with asbestos. Uh, Talc and asbestos are silicates that occur together in nature, and talc can be contaminated with asbestos.
1: Mm, Yeah, I know that that because, you know, there are voluntary guidelines in the US stating that cosmetic products should be free from detectable amount of asbestos.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Johnson & Johnson had sold baby powders for almost 130 years. It still continues to sell a version of the product that contains cornstarch.
1: Hmm. But this tells us that, you know, although no matter how powerful these companies are, they still have to keep in mind that consumer safety comes first. Like, there have been multiple lawsuits where such powerful big companies compromised with consumer safety and were ordered to pay billions of damages. Like, you know, Wells Fargo?
0: Uh, The American Financial Services Company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wells Fargo
1: was found to have opened millions of fraudulent accounts in the name of its customers without their knowledge, without their consent. And then the company paid over 3 billion damages and fines and settlements to various agencies and customers affected by the scandal.
0: Mm. And I know that Boeing faced significant legal challenges after the crash of two of its 737 MAX planes, which were later found to have been caused by a software issue. Mm -hmm. The company paid billions of dollars in settlements and compensation to victims and their families.
1: Yeah, there have been so many cases like that. We all know about Facebook, you know, that it has faced numerous legal challenges like related to handling of user data, its impact on privacy. And in fact, Facebook settled for a record breaking $5 billion over allegations of data misuse by political consulting from Cambridge Analytica.
0: Yes, uh, there are numerous examples where these big giants have been fined billions. Or just to save their reputation, offered extremely high settlement offers. Hmm.
1: I feel that consumers need to be aware of potential health risks associated with the products they use.
0: Yeah, families need to understand the importance of informed decision making.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially when it comes to choosing personal care products, right? Cosmetic yeah. products.
0: Yep, carefully review product labels and research any potential health risk associated with their use.
1: And not be lured by deceptive marketing.
0: Yeah, I clearly remember Johnson & Johnson talcum powder ads with happy, smiling babies and mothers yeah. emphasizing the product's gentle and soothing qualities. I want to be your mother But it all seems so unreal Then I touch you with softness and I soothe you so
1: tenderly
0: And you know that I care There's a language of love In the touch of
1: my hand Speak to her the way she best understands With your touch And Johnson & Johnson market it as a product of trust and reliability.
0: Mm -hmm. Like mothers could count on them to keep their babies comfortable and dry.
1: Yeah, they even use phrases such as trusted for generations or the brand mother's trust, you know, to reinforce this message.
0: Yeah, well, I hope Mugda, our listeners found it useful and might at least think twice in settling for these popular brands without any research. Thank you so much for discussing this topic.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. The 9 billion settlement paid by Johnson & Johnson tells us that even large and established companies are not immune to engaging in fraudulent behavior. The fact that Johnson & Johnson was willing to pay such a large settlement amount also suggests that the company recognized the severity of the allegations against it and wanted to put the matter to rest as quickly as possible. It is also worth noting that such large settlements can serve as a deterrent to other companies who may be considering similar fraudulent behavior. Overall, this settlement highlights the importance of regulatory oversight and enforcement in holding companies accountable for their actions. While it is unfortunate that such fraudulent behavior occur in the first place, settlements like these can serve as a way to bring transparency and accountability to the corporate world. Thank you for listening. See you next time.